There is a podcast about an island in the North Atlantic where people have been looking for an incredible treasure for more than 200 years. Hello and welcome back to Could It Be? An Oak Island podcast. We are your hosts, Deidre and Dustin White. Hey, what's up? What's up? Funny oh. seeing you here. Yeah, it's a uh, happy new year. <laughs> happy new year to you. It's the first episode of 2020. Oh my God. 2020. 2020. Is your vision 2020? Uh, Yeah, actually. Mine's not. Mine's, well, really, mine's really bad. I think it might actually be better than 2020. Wow, look at you. That's yeah. how you see all the clues in the treasure hunts we do. That That is. I see all the clues. That's how you don't see the clues. <laughs> <laughs> hey, I win. I, I find the clues. Don't worry. <laughs> sure. So we had a cool, uh, we had a little bit of a break from Oak Island. Yes. But now we have this fun new episode. Mm-hmm. And we're here to chat about it. As always. Yeah. So we had Trip stuff. Tech. That, yeah. Tip. Yeah. Tech. Triptych. Triptych. I think that's how it's pronounced. Wicka wicka. No. <laughs> uh, <laughs> usually that's like some kind of series of paintings that yeah. hold on to each other or something. Yeah, they, they're usually hinged together. Or they're inged together, inged? if you will. Yeah. Uh, however, the paintings that they talk about, it, they're they're not actually uh there's <laughs> yeah. a set of pendants which are ones that is just like a set of two paintings mm -hmm. well one of the okay so that scene the arcadia scene mm -hmm. on the picture on the painting it's two of them that are that go together and then the third one that is a uh kind of another take on the same first scene right that's what i got out of it no so I guess, I guess we can just dive straight into the theory. Is that where we're at? Or do sure. we want to talk about everything else first? I don't know. Whatever you want. <laughs> <laughs> I thought we'd I thought we'd go kind of from the top, but uh, we started chatting about this. Uh... About the trip at trip tech. Yeah. <laughs> okay. So we had, we were talking about the paintings done by Brousseau? No, no. Not Brousseau. Boo. Nicholas. The Brousseau? No, no. Wow, I'm just like... Okay, Brousseau is the uh, gal that is at the uh, St. Mary's University <laughs> yes, that is. does all the testing for him. Okay? She doesn't paint. She well, maybe she does paint. Well, she didn't paint back then. Okay, she hasn't found the fountain of youth. Uh, or maybe it's she has. Poussin. Poussin. Nicholas Poussin. Poussin. I, I went to Google, typed in, how do you pronounce? And I typed in that word. And it said Poussin. I like Poussin better. Well, I don't know. But I also called him Brousseau. <laughs> <laughs> but anyway. he did a series, a, a number of paintings in his yeah. time. Mm -hmm. And matter of fact, fun fact, did the Shepherds of Arcadia twice. Yeah, and that's we saw both of those on this episode. Of the the two different yeah. ones. So mm -hmm. one's one's in the Louvre, one's in a private collection. Okay, cool. Um, and they were kind of well, the second one was reworked, if you will. And even then, that painting was done based off of another painting from someone else. Mm -hmm. Anyways. Yeah, well, I, I don't know a lot about him. Uh, I know that he's the keeper of secrets, apparently. <laughs> oh, my gosh. <laughs> Did you laugh when you saw that? Oh, my. So when they're in the war room and they put up his face and right next to it, it says keeper of secrets. I lost it. Like <laughs> you, you weren't 
with me, but I was watching it and I just like laughed hysterically because we had just named Charles Keeper of Secrets. Yeah. And we had shown that on our pregame for Curse of Oak Island. Mm -hmm. And so we have a pregame stream <laughs> that we do an hour before Oak, uh, the Curse of Oak Island starts. Yes. On our Facebook page, uh, facebook.com slash Oak Island podcast. Okay. And we do like, I don't know, 30 to 45 minutes of just us chatting about what's coming up in the next episode. Yep. And we show off our, like we have, um, you know, our trading cards mm -hmm. that we're doing for the Curse of Oak Island and for all the characters and all, of, you know, those silly characters over there on Oak <laughs> Island um, and putting our own little twist and fun little stories on them. Uh -huh. And we put, we, okay, we showed off on that last live stream on uh -huh. Tuesday, um, a Charles Barkhouse's card. That's right. And Charles Barkhouse is the we 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 said Charles Barkhouse keeper of secrets. <laughs> yeah, just because it seemed fitting. Yeah, because he's a mason. That. Yeah, you know he's got the whole Templar thing going. Everybody's got rumors about him, even though <laughs> you know he's a totally rad guy. I'm yeah, sure. we're just like to have fun with it. But yeah, yeah, it's just funny to that. That is what we showed off on our live stream. We had no idea this was coming in the episode, uh -oh. and then all of a sudden. This guy is the keeper of secrets. We're I like, know. we thought Charles was the keeper of secrets. And Charles is like doing a double take at the, uh, at uh -huh. the thing. He's like, no, that's me. <laughs> Give me my name back. <laughs> yeah, pretty funny. Yeah, it, it was pretty hilarious. I, I thought so. At least, uh, yeah, I, I thought so too. Because I, I literally lost it and had to like rewatch that section. Because yeah. I was laughing too hard about yeah. the keeper of secrets. That's pretty good. So... Charles is a keeper of secrets, but so is this uh, Nicholas Poussin. Poussin. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Maybe. I don't Miss, know. Mr. F French guy. <laughs> Painter dude. Yes. Yeah. And so we had Corin Mole. Is mm -hmm. that how you pronounce his name? Mall. 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 Yeah. Corin Mall. He was a guest in the war room mm -hmm. and he's chatting about the. Uh, Nicholas Poussin, mm -hmm. Poussin. Yeah, Mr. French. Uh, chatting about his paintings and how they could relate to secrets of Oak Island. Mm -hmm. Yep. So one of his main, like I think the first painting they showed was the 1627 painting of the Shepherds of Arcadia, mm -hmm. like what you mentioned before. Yep. You know if that's the one that's in the Louvre? The first one, I believe, is the one that's in a private collection. Private collection okay. And then the second one is in the Louvre. Okay, cool. I think. Yeah, in on this uh in this painting, there's the words on the side of this like because it's like a tomb, right? It is. Um, or like a I don't know, some kind of it, it's a it's a tomb. It's, it's a gravestone or something. Mm -hmm. Yeah, but it's elaborate, it's big. Uh, it says et in Arcadia Echo. E ego. Echo. Yeah. And um Corin Mall says that he thinks it could be an anagram mm -hmm. uh for Geet Neo Arcadia, which means excursion to New Arcadia. Mm -hmm. And um, yeah, I mean, anagrams have been ways to hide things for a long time. Yeah, they have. But why did Arcadia not get changed within the anagram? Why would it? Oh, mm, I don't know. I, 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 don't, I have questions. Yeah, it seems like not enough of it was changed to make it so that because I, I mean, if you're only changing the uh what becomes at or sorry the the beginning right yeah, at in an ego mm -hmm. i mean that's not very much a change it seems like it's pretty easy to figure out mm -hmm. but mm -hmm. uh, i mean anagrams and mirrored writing and such have been around for 
Very long time. A very long time. I mean, oh, yeah. we see that with Da Vinci and uh, all the things. No, I'm not talking about the Da Vinci Code, but mm -hmm. yes, Da Vinci actually wrote in mirrored writing to help. I don't know, so people couldn't just read his stuff. Mm-hmm. Mm. Um, That's how the Tooth Fairy wrote at my house. <laughs> the Tooth Fairy wrote what? backwards. Yeah, like when you lose a tooth when you're a kid at my house. The tooth fairy would come, take your tooth, leave you a buck or two or whatever it was, and leave a note that was written backwards. I did not see that coming. It was, yeah, it was All thing. of a sudden, that's how the tooth fairy writes. Yeah, apparently. That's how I that's what I grew up knowing. That's that's interesting. So the tooth fairy is actually what got you into cracking codes and into treasure hunting, I guess. Yeah. Thank you, Tooth Fairy. <laughs> Shout out to the Tooth Fairy, <laughs> man. <laughs> I'm sorry. That's really funny. Yeah. Um, now, as far as this ex Arcadia, yeah. okay, it, it seemed really interesting because the rest of the presentation actually has to do with a bunch of treasure hunts that we've been involved in. Okay. It doesn't have anything to do with the treasure hunts we've been involved no. in. It has <laughs> things or that we, they discuss things that we've researched yes. for treasure hunts that we've been okay, involved okay. in. Okay. Okay. Yes. 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 what he said yeah but you should say that more often. it just oh whatever <laughs> and it just i was like hey i know all about that mr verrazano yeah and giovanni de verrazano yeah and i know all you know i know stuff about him because yeah. we've had to research him acadia i mean arcadia which is now acadia which is a treasure hunt we're working on right now no acadia is not a treasure hunt no it's the location of one Okay. Which is Fandango. The Acadia National Forest, right? Yes, in that. that entire area. Okay. But and that's this not... is about the same area. The treasure this... hunt is not Acadia. No, I just said it was about Fandango. No, it's the treasure hunt is called Fandango. I win. Okay. You're, Moving you're on. Driving me bonkers here. That's okay. That's what I'm here for. <laughs> oh, gee, thanks. Okay. I'm here to keep you straight. <laughs> There's no keep me on the straight and narrow. I'm kind of like, boom, boom. Yeah. Well, anyway. Verrazano. Yes. Him of hard word. Him of hard word. That's Giovanni right. de Verrazano. Yes. And three balls. Mm -hmm. Okay. So yeah, we've we've researched that guy a lot for the secret mm -hmm. and his relationship to clues that could point to buried treasure in New York City. Could it be? Yeah. Well, we think it's actually Brooklyn. Yes, that yeah. is true. Yeah. So uh tangent. <laughs> uh so in on in the secret, in the poem that goes with that people think go with New York, it says, of him, of hard word in three vols. And we think that three vols means Giovanni da Verrazano. And him of hard word is the word, like him is Giovanni uh -huh. of, you know, D A is day yeah. uh, of, of in uh, French, and then Verrazano or Italian. Um, Verrazano is uh, a hard word because there's a giant bridge in New York that thousands and thousands of people cross every single day. It's called the Verrazano Narrows Bridge. Mm -hmm. And they, when they built this bridge way back in the day, they misspelled the name of Verrazano. They only put one Z mm -hmm. in Verrazano's name. And Verrazano has two Zs in his name. Yes, he does. And it's been misspelled for 50 years. Literally last year, they fixed it or no i guess it's two years ago now in 2018 october they finally fixed it but they haven't changed any of the signs yet but officially it has two z's in its name now 
Well, and they said they weren't going to fix it when it was pointed out because it was too hard. Uh, and it's too expensive. Yeah, it was hard to, yeah. for Americans to yeah. apparently figure out an extra Z. Like, come on. Yeah, so hard word is ver <laughs> literally Verizona because it's so hard to spell. And yes. it was misspelled forever. Him, him Giovanni of Verizona because he's from Verizona. Giov Giovanni of hard word, yo. Yeah. Deidre actually, actually figured that out, and that was, I thought that was brilliant. So, anyway, tangent, enough on that. Tangent, tangent almost over. It was just uh, really fun to see him uh, brought up on Curse of Oak Island. Mm -hmm. um, and ironically enough, this treasure hunt, the secret, also has to do with clues hidden in paintings. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I mean, I'm just saying. Yeah. I mean, I bet this uh, Corin Mall uh -huh. would be good at deciphering things in the secret. She just send him a copy. Yeah. See if he can crack it open. Yeah, I bet he. I bet he'd be into it. <laughs> yeah, why not? Okay. And what did we talk about the other painting with Midas? Uh, not yet, but we. Um, so, is it? The, I think it's the third one that they do the overlay on. Uh -huh. Okay. So yeah, he might be good at it uh, at the secret because a lot of people think that you have to overlay the paintings onto real maps. You know, yeah. Yes. She's not so into it, I guess. <sighs> I have but a hard time with it not fitting on Nolan's cross just right. Okay, I'm talking about in general, like with the secret. Yes, I. Ugh, that's a bit of a stretch too sometimes. Okay. Yeah, I, we'll talk about that when we get to the third painting. Go ahead and with the second painting, Midas. Oh, the Midas touch. Yeah. Uh, something <laughs> he's painting. He's painting. He's washing himself in the river, mm -hmm. which then it runs into the river and turns it gold, mm -hmm. which he's saying would be a reference to the Golden River, just gold. gold. River. Yeah, Gold River, just north of Oak Island, of that Oak runs Island. toward like New Ross. Mm -hmm. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So, I mean, sure. Maybe. I'm, I mean, that's actually not. Too I, I bad. thought. I thought that was a good fun because that painting, the Midas one, was like a. It was that like a sequel to this first one of the Shepherd's it Arcadia? Just, I think it was just a part of the series. I don't yeah. know. Yeah, I think they go together, though. Mm -hmm. And then the third one was the Shepherd's Arcadia again, was just like a redo. Mm -hmm. um, I mean, I think he was commissioned to do it. Yeah, a re so, like it. Yeah. Yeah. So uh, it says, oh, yeah, he sa it says, uh, Poussin creates the Shepherd's Arcadia, the second one in 1637 for po Pope Clement the Ninth. So. That's the one that he uses to kind of triangulate where he thinks the treasure could be on Oak Island. Okay. So he lines up the top of the painting. He mm -hmm. overlays it onto like Nolan's cross. Mm -hmm. um, the top of the painting fits uh, underneath the cross. Uh, like right at the boulders, like the cone. Yeah. So like Nolan's cross is the, what, the five brocks. Mm -hmm. um, there's the up and down and the left and right. The left and right would be what, the crossbar? Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> sure. Okay, so we have the crossbar of Nolan's cross and uh, the southern side of the crossbar, the southern side of the uh, other part is what the, he kind of uses to line up the um, painting and then draws a star through it so mm -hmm. that they can use the other boulder that wasn't used or it, there's the fifth. Yeah, the fifth boulder that's in the southern part of Nolan's cross, the lower part mm -hmm. that's in the middle of the arm or that up and down part right because he points out that you only need four boulders to be able to create 
across. So yeah. maybe the fifth one is that point in order to create the pentagram. Something to be able to triangulate yes. off of. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. So, and that puts him in the swamp right near the eye hole. <laughs> the eye hole. You really love that. It's just the eye of the swamp. That makes, eye of the that, swamp. That's easier. Uh, well, I guess eye hole is probably easier to say, but eye of the swamp is like. But it goes with the ice holes. I feel like they hold hands. Ooh, I think, I think, I think eye you of the swamp what? just sounds nicer. It's the eye of the swamp. Yeah. Eye hole just sounds gross. You sound gross. Look, look at my eye hole. It's right here. No, it's just, that's just weird. Don't say that. You're weird. Eye of the swamp. Okay, say whatever you want. I will say what I want. Yeah. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so, okay. So, yeah, where so are we like, at? Anyway, yeah. the, the shepherd in the painting mm -hmm. is pointing at something. Yes. And so, we're supposed to be following at, uh, what the shepherd points at. Mm -hmm. And if you line up the painting in that way, that's where he's pointing at the eye of the swamp. Yes. And so, ultimately, they think that that's an important point, an important site. And we already knew that. Mm -hmm. And we were already, you know, they were already intrigued and you know from the beginning of the season uh planning on kind of doing an excavation of some sort there yes and they haven't been able to drain the swamp so they scan it well, uh, they're just waiting for their permits and yes, they'll come right yes they will come hopefully cross your fingers um yeah i, I was interesting wait it's just an interesting theory mm -hmm. and we'll see where it leads because it's going to be a kind of a continuation the next week yes 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 they ask him what he thinks is there. Mm -hmm. The what Ark of the say? Covenant. I hope so. I hope he's right. I'm really. Corin Mall. I'm pulling for that my fingers one. for you. Yeah. That's uh, that, if if there's anything there on Oak Island, that's what I hope it is. It's it, probably in like 12 pieces. Yeah. Hmm. Later on, like at the end of the episode, like it, at the whole part where it says next time on the Curse of Oak Island, we have the. Uh, the swamp doctor coming back, yeah, and he says that the swamp is from dated from 1220. Oh, yeah, that's right. And so that puts it in Templar time. If Templars had the Ark of the Covenant, mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I mean, be. it would make sense. Crusades, yeah, I mean, that's it's they he would have painted this stuff, you know, 400 years after theoretically the Ark was deposited on Oak Island. If that's if that's what the swamp was created for or whatever treasure. Mm -hmm. So, I mean, if he had secret knowledge, if he was the keeper of secrets, why not? Maybe. Maybe. <laughs> but, you know, we've also seen a lot of theories where they're naming people keeper of secrets. Should yeah. be interesting. It feels like the list is, there's a long list of secret keepers. I hope they all have a file. <laughs> you yeah. know, so we can pinpoint them. <laughs> I guess we'll see. Maybe someday. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah. They need to have like an interactive website, like the like the Curse of Oak Island, where you can, you know, find you could click from like a drop down menu of this theory. You know, they already had their twenty five best theories or whatever. Right. They have a you know drop down menu. Click on it. It gives you the theory. It gives you more details about it. You know, and so that we can do our own additional research because I don't, I don't know. Yeah. It, they don't get a lot of time. It's yeah. It's hard to, you don't get to know everything, you know, when everything is, when they're in there for hours and hours chatting with the team and then you get a 10 minute war room session, it's At hard most. to, yeah. it's hard to get 
the information that you really desire. Yeah, I mean, we don't have an opportunity to ask questions, you know, from the other side of the screen. Yeah. So there's there's always going to be holes and questions. And... Ice holes? Or sorry, but eye holes? <laughs> you said it, not me. Well, I'm only putting it through. But, I'm only throwing it back today, at you. Today, Junior. <laughs> All right. Okay. Can we go talk about Smith's Cove now? Yes. Because that's insane. Yeah, bump out, yo. Bump, bump, bump it out. Bump, bump, bump it out. Yeah, there's a lot of stuff going on with that bump out. Okay. So Billy's in there. Billy bump out. Billy the bump out. Yeah. Wait, that doesn't even make sense. Billy digs the bump out. He's around... digging in specifically Mike's box. Yes, Mike's box. I haven't seen Mike in a bit. No, well, he's done with his work there. So he's, <laughs> he's like, like he's like, I'm going to build the bump out. I'm going to discover this box and peace out. Peace out. You go dig it. Peace out, players. Uh so uh, Billy's scooping alongside Mike's box, you know, where all the cobble is. Mm -hmm. And then I love Rick practically dives into the hole. Yep. I mean, classic Rick. Classic Rick. I know. He's got his khakis first, on. First one in. Yeah. Last one out. There, there's a pool down there. Yeah. He's got to get in it. Yeah. I, I, I feel like he probably has a few extra boxes of clothes on the island because he's always jumping in the hole. Mm -hmm. And then he's always in the same outfit that's clean in the war room in the next scene. Uh -huh. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. So funny. I, something I thought was funny is when he was talking to Laird mm -hmm. and they're, he's like, Laird, uh, Laird's like, oh, they're stacked in there. And as Rick's saying, he goes, well, I'm not going to make a statement about it. Like he's trying to get Laird to admit. Well, he, that Laird is a professional. Yes. Laird has, you know, the credentials. Uh huh. If he could get Laird to say something, it means a lot. It, it does. That's why he's like, well, I'm not going to render the opinion. Mm -hmm. Let's get the professional to. He always loves people to render their opinions. <laughs> and then. Wait, who was all there? So we had Billy. Oh, people. Rick, Gary, Laird, Jack and Scott. That's who was there at the beginning. Yeah. And then Paul shows up. Paul and Doug. Mm -hmm. Mm hmm. And Terry. Yeah, the, I think he gets a special welcome. Yeah, he does. And so does. Oh, and Steve Guptill has a, a nice epic. Uh, like it, it, it's almost like uh i don't know he has his own little entrance you know what did the clouds part no and not shine a like line that. down no. he's like i am here to it's just it was like a camera shot a camera shot just on him yeah. and he was like just boldly walking down to like I render his own opinions and stuff if we you know? could <laughs> like slow that down and it's like steve like coming in to save the day you know not all heroes wear capes if he's got like a long catwalk scene. Yeah. Like sometimes they have scepters. Sometimes they have scepters. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So. Okay. I have a problem. Yeah. Duh, or sorry. Paul was explaining that they're in uncharted territory. Like that he was making a big deal about this has never been documented before. You know, nobody has been searching and has found this before. And Rick then says something like, well, he believes it's rest all work. That, yeah, that it mimics rest all work. Okay, I can be on board uh -huh. with it's, that. That's kind of a, it, is it a letdown, though, that rest alls were basically the ones that were just before, like, Dunfield, you know, mm -hmm. like in the 60s and 50s. So, I mean, it wasn't that long ago. And how did they, how did they even build that way out there without, you know, building a coffer dam system like Dan had or something that was even much further out than Dan? Well, it's kind of like... Well, you and I talked about how this could even be possible, mm -hmm. be rest alls. Mm -hmm. So 
are they were they more patient than everybody and worked with the tide? I believe so. So did they when the tide was out, they worked on building something that was going to divert water from that specific area. Right. Yep. And then as the tide goes out again, keep kind of pushing mm -hmm. out yeah, because they did note that this the section of the um, where the box ended up mm -hmm. where Mike's box is, is kind of at the Southern end of the slipway. Mm -hmm. So they probably found the slipway mm -hmm. wrist stalls and followed it to the end and did some sort of excavation at, you know, when it was at low tide, they would build up their thing until they were able to basically block off the water from there and do their, do their stuff. Mm -hmm. Makes sense to me. It does. And because you know, because yeah. like when Mike found the box, mm -hmm. just chilling out there, nobody had seen it before. Apparently, I don't know. Mm -hmm. Maybe, maybe it was covered up and it got washed away. I don't know, but it was at low tide. You know, like the um, the bump out wasn't in like completely built yet. Like they had mm -hmm. built the frame of the bump out, but they hadn't stopped the water yet. And he's seeing this thing mm -hmm. in this in their bump out area. Mm -hmm. So I mean. But like, yeah, like you said, it's low tide, but mm -hmm. they did still have part of the coffer dam mm -hmm. up. Yeah, but it wasn't blocking any of the water. All the water was able to rush in and rush out. If like, if it was high tide, that thing, the whole area would have been flooded. Yes. And so they hadn't, I'm just like what you're saying. I'm just going back to what you're saying. The rest stalls back in the day would have had ample time to look at and research this area. And they could have built like their own little, little coffer dam that, you know, it was a giant rectangle extending from the slipway, what they knew of the slipway, all the way out to that spot or even further, who knows, mm -hmm. and cut it back in. And, you know, that's a much easier to build something that will block the water from that specific area than the entire cove. Mm -hmm. No, I I concur with that statement. Mm -hmm. Just so you know, I concur. Good. Good for Good. you. Good. Thanks. Yeah. And. The other question I've seen brought up is if it is rust all work, why don't we have any type of documentation of it? Like, why wouldn't they write something down? Maybe they didn't. They just haven't found it yet. And that was my thought. Maybe they lost that piece of paper. Well, look at look at Dan Hensky. He's finding new things all the time. Exactly. Look at Shaft 9. Yeah, maybe it got washed out in the tide one day when they were <laughs> recording it. I mean, he like has this huge map and he's out of the sand and he's like, ah, oh, can't believe we have to give up this project. And then like he gets hit by a wave, he gets knocked <laughs> down, the map gets taken out to sea, and that's the end, right? <laughs> oh, I have this vision of the rest of it. was like, ah! <laughs> and, you know, they they did some dangerous stuff. So yeah. why not get hit see, by a tide? You ever see that video? They uh. Of them in the motorcycle cage. Yeah, that's that's insane. <laughs> yeah, those guys are crazy. Um, crazy but bold. <laughs> Sometimes you gotta be bold if you want to find treasure. Yeah, well, they're bold. Well, it's like in the middle of the bump out, and yeah. you know, we see obviously Doug's excited because he ends up going in and dig, dig, dig. <laughs> He's a little digger. <laughs> a little digger. He finds he finds these uh the platforms, right? Mm -hmm. And he thinks that they're probably there's a platform then they would have like a ladder uh -huh. where you could go down to the next level and there'd be another platform and go back over and there'd be another ladder to go down you know In it gets me thinking about the money pit right every 10 feet they found a platform that was my first thought so i mean it just makes sense so that's what it would be for you uh -huh. know probably that's probably what doug was thinking the whole time 
I just never put that together in my brain. And it's like, duh, should have, mm-hmm. you know, like, why would there be uh, something every 10 feet? Well, only because in order to get down to the next level. Yeah. To keep it from collapsing. Yeah. And so they built you. some kind of structuring inside to mm-hmm. basically a big giant scaffold mm-hmm. embedded in the earth mm-hmm. to help you get down to the, to the treasure. Exactly. And it probably doesn't look exactly like each 10 feet. Mm-hmm. Probably doesn't look exactly like the animation that is shown. You know, they probably would be a little bit staggered. I, don't know. I think it's exactly just like the animation showed. Why would they lie to us? Do you also <laughs> think that there was giant crates of treasure yes. that was being pushed down the slipway? Heck yeah. <laughs> That's a historical representation of what really happened, okay? I mean, one guy pushing this giant thing of gold (laughs) that weighs like falls off the side. That weighs like twenty tons across the slipway is exactly what happened. Man, I gotta find that animation. It's my favorite. I know it's a good one. Like one dude pushing all that gold. There's no way he's moving that. You know. Oh man. One chest of gold weighs like a thousand pounds. You know, like I mean, it could. It's just like it's heavy stuff. It's not like you can just push it across mm-hmm. this. Uh, <laughs> and it wasn't even like a smooth slipway. You know, or maybe maybe they had a way to smooth it out back in the day. I don't know. Like put like a. Well, if they're logs and they roll, rolling, rolling. Yeah, it's not. Rolling. It's not like the 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 logs. You know, what are those cribbing spikes for? They're there to hold those into place. You know. Are you talking about the cribbing spike that Gary found? Well, I'm just like that there's probably thousands and thousands of those yes maybe gary's found a few he has but in smith's cove he's found one no he's found more than one because he found some at the slipway last year too in the bump out he's found one okay fine yeah fine gary kept kept reiterating when Mm -hmm. they were looking at this area he's like those are stacked rocks those are stacked you know like (laughs) Those, those were that cobble. They kept calling cobble too. Yeah. And it made me think of cobbler and I was uh, hungry. I thought it would make you think of turkey. Gobble, gobble. Cobble, cobble. Cobble, cobble. Yeah. <laughs> that seems more your style. <laughs> Obviously, I'm thinking about dessert. Mm. And you like cobble, cobble. Too. You like turkey too. I like ham. Cobble, I like ham at my, at our uh, holidays. You like turkey. Ham. We've had is this much debate better. on here so many times. Or DJ does make a killer tri-tip roast. I do for Christmas for I her do. birthday, and it is excellent. We had that uh, uh, last year, um, just a couple weeks ago, because this is the first episode of this year. <laughs> <laughs> You're so oh, funny. You mm, got the jokes. So man. good. Thanks, thanks for making that on You're your welcome. birthday. It was really good. It was quite tasty. Mm-hmm. Okay, but more Smith's coat. So we know Gary finds. Another spike. Yeah. So do you want to talk about that cobble at all? What about the cobble would you like to talk about? I mean, about? look at it. I mean, that is I probably the real it. reason that Restall was so interested in this area because those things were probably stacked well before Restall got there. At least maybe he did it. But I mean, I don't think he did it. You know, it's like that's what he was investigating. That's why that wall is there. Mm-hmm. So this French drain mm-hmm. or cobble, if we will. Mm-hmm. It and then we have the logs right beside it. So are we saying Restall's built that structure, the the Mike's box, uh-huh. right? With the tar paper mm-hmm. and they built it alongside the drain. Mm-hmm. Right? It's a drain's original, restall not. 
Yeah. Well, okay. it could be. It might not even be rest all. Might still be before them. I don't know. He just said it looked like rest all work. I'm going rest all. Yeah, maybe. I'm all. All my chips are in. Rest all. I'm sure kept good records. You know, mm -hmm. like I remember. I've seen like some of his papers and stuff. I don't, I don't know if they're really good records, but you know, I've seen stuff with his like signature on it and what, you know, like Robert Restall or whatever. And that would be his signature. Yeah. But I mean, I see, <laughs> I've seen stuff with his, <laughs> with his John Hancock on it, you know? And uh, I just, I don't know. Like maybe it's just hasn't been found yet. Mm -hmm. Maybe got washed out to sea. Maybe, maybe but, they got hit by a wave. Yeah. I don't know. It just I'm just saying it could have been prior to him, too. OK, but we have to remember while, yes, it they kept good records. They were also all human. And right? they all, all thought they were going to find the treasure. Tomorrow. Everybody thought they were going to find tomorrow's the a day tomorrow. It's the day. This is the year or whatever it is. Mm -hmm. And they didn't have the same resources that we have now to be able to go back and confirm what has or has not been done. And you know what? After what? digging a long day in the cove, you're probably pretty tired and just like, okay, I'll record that tomorrow. And then, and then I'll record that tomorrow. Yeah. And then I'm really tired. I need to take a nap and eat some cobbler and I'll record that tomorrow. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I don't know. You know, you know, Terry was excited while looking, you know, sorry, I'm, I'm, you're, I, I, you're fine. I'm, I'm kind of done with your tomorrow. Okay. Anyway, Thanks. <laughs> anyway, so Terry noticed that he's like, oh, there's a piece of timber sticking out of the rocks. Timber. You know, but that's significant because why, if there's all these rocks built up, mm -hmm. why would there be any kind of wood stuck in the middle of it? That's, you know, that's mm -hmm. weird. And wood doesn't like grow through rocks typically, you know? No. It grows around them. I remember we had a tree that was growing and eating a boulder back in the I day with one, of our, with one of our treasure hunts. Yes. Um, but it's not, you know, like it's all this cobble and then there's wood sticking out of the middle of the cobble. That doesn't make yeah. sense. Well, and if it's horizontal like that, it's going to be definitely a structure or or something. Well, something. Well, obviously something, but <laughs> it's just it's just weird. And that got them excited, so they're, in turn, I'm excited. I mean, even Terry jumped out, and he's, like, poking it with yeah. the... If Terry's excited, that's a big deal. Well, when you get these guys that are professionals, geologists, archaeologists, surveyor, you get them excited about something, like, they... If it was just, like, meh, they'd be like, okay, good, good guys, whatever. <laughs> yeah, I'll, I'll keep collecting my paycheck. Right. But if they're, in turn, you know, like, looking at something, they're like, whoa, I want to know what that is. That doesn't belong there. That's when we need to get excited. So if on the meh meter. The meh meter? If on the meh meter it's a whoa, then we should be excited. Where's whoa? Whoa's the, like, high end, like, wow. It's a timber. Bobby Dazzler. Bobby Dazzler. Okay. And the very bottom's like a meh. Meh. Yeah, it's it's definitely high on that scale. Okay. Where where does <laughs> we need, we Gary's need... new spike fall? Like meh? Or like, whoa. Cool. Cool. Not like cool, but cool. Because they've already found one. And you know, that's the that's the bummer with some of this stuff, is if they find something. And it's like, whoa, they found, look at that Caribbean spike or like from last season. Mm -hmm. But now they find another and it's not as exciting as it was the first yeah. time. 
So like the first spike would be like, whoa. And the yeah. second one's like, whoa. Yeah. Yeah. Cool. And, and the fourth hundredth is like, meh. Eh, I don't know no, if that we're ever still becomes like, a meh, but. Yay. 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 Yeah. Yeah. It, they, I don't know. They had a lot of stuff going on at this in this area at one point in time. And they want to figure out why. They're doing their best to figure out the why. They're doing the best to figure out the what and the who. You know, it's like Rick's list. Yeah, and he checks it twice. Ricky Claus? <laughs> hey, were you guys visited by Ricky Claus a couple weeks ago? Did he... Were you good, good little <laughs> diggers and good little... Did he leave you a note in mirrored writing? <laughs> no, that's a, that's that's the Tooth Fairy, okay? Maybe he knows her. They do hang out. Have you ever seen the Santa Claus part two with Tim Allen? That's true. They all hang out together. They get together for special occasions to talk about the holidays and talk about how they can uh, improve children's lives around the world or whatever it was they did. <laughs> Santa Claus part two. Check it out. And part one's better. Yeah. Part one's much way better. better. Okay. All so right, then what? Um, <laughs> Laird states he's happy with uh, how things are going so far. So that's good. Heck yeah. Uh, let's see here. So we had a war room scene after that. Okay. And we had, they had Marty in via teleconference, right? Yes. And a couple people that were at, because like Rick's like, let's call it a day or whatever. Yeah, he was tired. Yeah. And, and so everybody else. Yeah. And so they had a, a group of the guys from that day go to the war room. A few didn't go, mm -hmm. but the people that joined them were. I have it on my list here. Let me check it twice. Do I not have any notes on that? Yeah. So Craig, Dave, and Charles showed up into mm, this that's uh, right. uh, teleconference meeting. Marty suggests uh, that they were trying to find a way to shut off the water. And that's why that uh, Mike's box was made. Mm -hmm. So what do you think? Was it? Were they trying to find a way to shut off the water? I mean, that's always the goal. So it seems pretty obvious. Mm -hmm. that that's probably what they were trying to do there. It does. It seems really obvious. And I have been asking myself this question over the last day or so and thinking, okay, if we're going to bury the treasure, mm -hmm. right. And you know, you're not going to, you could die. Right. And not be able to come back, but you could pass it on as part of your legacy, or maybe you will be able to make it back. When you come back, you still have to have a way to shut off said flood tunnels or booby traps. At one point, that is going to be the goal of somebody that's yes, coming back to, to check on the treasure. Yeah. Uh, to retrieve it or mm -hmm. whatever it is. Yeah. Okay, so there has to be a way to do that. And does that way does that way involve like a ton of people? Or was it intended that one person should be able to come back, shut off the flood tunnels, or like a small group. Regardless, they're yeah. going to have to get there by boat. A boat takes a number of people to sail wherever they're coming from to get there. Yeah. Well, so probably a small group of people, at least. Yeah. To shut it off. Mm -hmm. But they're not going to do it with dynamite. No. And they're not going to do it with a coffer dam, apparently, because those metal... The metal sheets that they made the coffer dam with, those are driven down 25 feet. Mm -hmm. If 
I'm pretty sure that they're not digging quite 25 feet. No, they're like they're like 10 feet under mm-hmm. uh, finding that potential finger drain. Mm-hmm. So they've shut it off essentially right now. Mm-hmm. Or like, so if there's still water flooding into the money pit, it's not coming from at least that finger drain. No, it's coming from the ice holes or on the south shore of the island, right? Yeah, but there's yeah. also potentially on the north shore another place where it would be coming in. And that's because back in the day they did the dye test and the dye came out of just north, just south, and through Smith's Cove. Mm-hmm. So multiple booby traps or multiple natural <laughs> passages of water. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah, I mean, the finger drains, the Smith's Cove part should be cut off right now. Like as far as not maybe not right now, but like on mm-hmm. the show for what they're doing. That should be blocked off from any water getting mm-hmm. back to the money pit from Smith's Cove because they've essentially would have sealed it off with these metal yeah. things they've been sticking down there. Which with that hammer, that vibrating hammer thing. Makes sense. But whoever's gonna retrieve it is not gonna <laughs> do that. And no. whoever is going to retrieve it, probably, let's say it's the Ark there. Yeah. And it's a enough people that would be able to crew a ship yep. to come on and retrieve this. Sure. They won't be able to get in and out relatively quickly. Yep. None of this has been relatively <laughs> quickly. Not over 200 years, no. <laughs> I mean, we're just now at the point where they can even look at almost all the lots on the island so i don't know wasn't it funny that you know just in when we're talking about time like Mm -hmm. how long things have taken how long things should take if you know the answer if you know how to shut it off um and you know how to go and retrieve your treasure compared to things like remember one of the first episodes back when the show first started and they start setting up this equipment to pump water yeah through um 10x at the time yeah. and rick thought the gold coins were just gonna start shooting out right or whatever and like they thought that was gonna be so easy and look where we're at now yeah <laughs> it's just crazy it's just it's, it's crazy it's mind-blowing mm-hmm. so it's one of those things you have to step back and say okay who has a secret right now? Well, there's a secret keeper somewhere. <laughs> Charles. Charles. <laughs> no, but how would how would you shut them off? Just trying. I that's why I've been trying to wrap my head around is how. In order to retrieve said treasure. Well, that's what they think the ninety foot zone might say. And hidden instructions to turn off the flood system. Okay. Then we got to have more emphasis on finding that stone. Yeah, you do. And they are looking for it. It's an active search. Don't you fret. (laughs) They are definitely looking for the 90 foot stone. (laughs) And I am confident it'll be found at some point. Thanks. Don't fret. Okay. I'll I'll stop (laughs) on my uh, tangent. Stop on your fretting. Stop on my fretting. (laughs) Yeah. So I don't know. It was uh, this war room meeting uh, also had Marty... Um, and Craig conversing about like, uh, or Craig was noting that the area that they are now searching the up out is definitely behind Dan's coffer dam. Mm-hmm. But Dan always liked this area, although, he, um, and how he thought it was uh, leaking toward that, mm-hmm. that trajectory. Right. Okay. So, yeah. 
that so if you have somebody that's lived on the island for 50 years really interested in that spot was never really able to get to that spot himself it's probably a good thing to check out well you remember when they brought dan out was it last season and yeah. showed him and he's like probably would have gone out another 50 feet or something and he was like he was right you just i guess so yeah and that would have been another two million dollars or however much it is to make you know the yeah, you know, an lighter. extra six thousand feet to look at no not just six thousand because if they would have done it oh you mean the 50 entire, feet yeah. more at the time it would have been the whole area probably yeah. so it probably would have been a much 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 bigger project bigger radius if yeah. you will but they knew approximately where the u-shaped structure was the l-shaped structure they knew approximately um where those things were so they didn't have to and that's what they were really wanting those were the big discoveries from last year mm -hmm. right well prime the primary discovery is probably billy's wall but you well, know, yes of course you know so they knew how far to go out they knew you know from satellite you could see where dan's coffer dam was anyway yeah at the time so mm, they just needed to get basically to dan's coffer dam because they wanted to be able to they look at they everything. wanted to expose the stuff that he had already found and mm -hmm. confirm it and you know get new data document it you know yada you know, yada 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 all the things all the things all the things okay let's see here anyway he tells them to get to the bottom of it go dig 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 well you know what happens huh they dig Doug digs until the bottom of the box and they're like, stop digging. <laughs> Rick was like, no, stop having yeah, fun. Yeah, that was kind of strange, huh? It but I mean, I it makes sense. It. it makes sense. But, but I Doug, felt bad I, for Doug. I think Doug was excited. He's like, wow, guys. Yeah, he's showing them the floor that like it would keep going down. Doug's kind of taking point Yeah, on some of this. I'm impressed. Yeah. Him and Steve have really he's like working together to, you know, between the map and the research. And exploring yeah like because steve's like hey doug and i are going back to the research center we gotta get this data in and yeah. we'll come back and give you a new spot well right. that was in a different location but they yeah. seem to be in the research center a lot they do they're they're like the dynamic duo yeah yeah who's batman me <laughs> <laughs> if you can be batman always be batman there you go she's batman Okay. Yeah. They, I don't know. I, I enjoy uh, what they're doing, obviously, because they're not just going in there to plot things and figure out that bump out area, but they're also really invested in the money pit mm -hmm. and getting the sonic drilling program going, mm -hmm. you know, and finding the shaft too, which, you know, we'll talk about it more about that in a little bit, but I mean, yeah, I mean, I think the pieces of the puzzle are coming together. I think the the way that these guys all work together, bounce ideas off each other, get I, I don't know. I'm just impressed with the progress that's been made mm -hmm. and uh, being able to really record it all, document it all. I just think everything's a step up from a couple seasons ago. You know, a couple yeah. seasons ago, they they tried they they did a lot of good work, but they brought in a lot of new people. Not maybe not new, but. A lot of people that maybe even were behind the scenes at the time that we just didn't see on TV. Mm -hmm. It's like Doug's relatively new character. Paul's relatively a new character on the show. Uh, Gary's even he, he's been there for a few seasons now, but, you know, they weren't there at the beginning. So I'm just I'm really impressed with all the pieces that they've been putting together, all these uh, people they've been bringing to the island to 
get all the stuff figured out. Yeah, I mean, how many times have we said it, it, especially in treasure hunts, not working by yourself just because you get stuck in your own head and your own expertise, but solving a puzzle like this, you need to have a team of experts. You need to have people that think differently and have different skills mm-hmm. and bring them together. And I'm I'm with you. I'm really impressed with the team they have right now. And it seems like they all really work well together and create, you know, they've they've made so much progress already this season. Yep. It's kind of amazing. Yeah. I mean, yeah, it's exciting. It's fun. I'm excited to see where they go and where they take it. They're going to take it all the way to the back of that bump out because they're done digging out Mike's box <laughs> for now because yeah. they don't want to get boxed in. <laughs> yeah, that's that was Rick's primary concern. Right? Yeah. So he wanted to go to like one edge and kind of work, sweep the whole thing. Yep. And it makes sense. It, it makes still... sense. They were, just, they were just excited about the thing they saw. Yeah. So they had to check it out. Right? Of course. It makes sense to check it out. What? Why wouldn't you want to? Yeah. Like, But it definitely it, it makes sense what he's saying. So. Yeah. All right, what else we got? Do we have anything else for Smith's Cove? That we, we had a lot to... of Billy digging surgically. Yeah. We had the metal detector with Gary, and he found that cribbing spike. We had, um, I don't know, they then they, they were talking, when he found that spike, they're talking about, well, it could be up to 400 years old, like the other pieces of iron that mm-hmm. uh, Carmen Lake checked out, you know, the blacksmith over in New Ross. But, I mean... It's all theoretical, you know, like Everything they're not, they're is, not exactly yeah. sure the, that's why they're so excited about the dendrochronology about that. Mm-hmm. Cause it could give you such a exact moment Range. of time when yeah. a tree was chopped down basically. Mm-hmm. Um, Cause with all those rings, they know that this ring means this, this ring means this year, this ring means this year. They can follow it all the way back and they, Oh, this is where the ring stopped. Guess what? This is the year it was chopped down. Mm-hmm. So that's exciting. And they're super excited about how the dendro has applied to what they've been finding. And then they do some more dendro, mm-hmm. <laughs> dendro chronology on the stuff they find out of the money pit. Yep. So, see. And so we want to talk about the money pit. Sure. Money pit it is. Yeah. Or actually, you know what? Let's, what I want to wrap up the swamp real quick. Oh, the swamp. Yeah. So because we only got a little bit. Yeah, we only we talked about the eye of the swamp with the theory from Corin Mole mm-hmm. Mall, and then we have, um, yeah, we had Rick mm-hmm. and Steve. Rick, Steve, Tony, Tony Sampson, and then Steve Watson, mm-hmm. and then Steve Johnson. No, Don Johnson. John, not Steve Johnson. That's a lot of Steve. <laughs> That'd be a ton of Steve. <laughs> that would be a lot of Steves. No, Don. That'd be Johnson. like a gaggle of Steves. <laughs> <laughs> what are the geese now? I don't know. Uh, um, but yeah, that we would have we have way too many Steve. No, there's never enough Steves, right? Bring on the Steves. Yeah. Anyway, so we had uh the two Steves, the Don, the Rick, and the Tony. And but the the guys that we're familiar with were jumping into the swamp. The other two guys were like being okay. tugged across the swamp. The diver was <laughs> in the boat. No, he wasn't. Tony was in the boat. Was he? I thought he was on the outside of the boat guiding the boat. Like as he did and... get in eventually, but Rick goes, Me and Steve are gonna get in the water, and then Tony is gonna get in the boat with you guys. I went, Oh, this seems backwards. <laughs> like, shouldn't Tony be in the water? But it makes sense because Steve has a giant stick. Okay, what it, what is salty dog sea tours? 
He's a captain of a freaking boat. Well, okay. So it's it's okay that he jumps into the boat because that's also his job. <laughs> but I'm just saying, usually if someone is swimming in the water, it's Tony, not Steve. Okay. I don't, I don't think anybody was swimming. <laughs> They're just like standing there. But, Whatever. You know. Well, so Tony, no, yeah. Anyways, <laughs> they're they've basically made this system to run lines through the swamp to scan it because mm -hmm. they haven't been able to drain it yet. I was like, oh, this is super creative just to stick the GPR in the bottom of a rubber boat and it's, mm -hmm. like, it's like rubber ducks all along. So what they find? An, an anomaly? anomaly. <laughs> <laughs> uh uh, there's no anomalies in the swamp. Uh, there's lots of anomalies in the swamp, all, apparently, all the dating back to 1220. Oh man, if they drain the swamp and then just like all of a sudden everything is solved, Marty's gonna be ticked because <laughs> he, he, he has swamp. been avoiding the swamp for so long. Yeah, well, serve him right. <laughs> no, that's funny. that's funny. Swamp. Um. But yeah, I thought that was creative. We know they've got an anomaly. The anomaly was about three feet deep. Six meters wide. Three Sorry, meters three, three meters deep. deep. So about feet in meters. Nine are to ten feet different. deep. Three nine... feet I could like put my arm down. Eh, yeah, I guess. <laughs> yeah, because through the muck of the swamp. Yeah, ew. because a meter is about the length of my arm. So mm. take that. Take it. Yeah. Take that meter stick. My arm's a meter stick. Good for it. Um so, yeah, but I mean, that's not that deep mm -hmm. and it's pretty substantial as far as how wide it is. So mm -hmm. worth looking at. Yeah, I think so. Of course. Any information we gather is worth looking at. Yeah, it'll be fun to see when they finally put up that bladder system and start using that box thing. I forgot what it was called. You know that, uh, how they're going to kind of like sunk, yes. sink in the this like thing that'll like box the out yeah and then they keep putting like more and more on top of each other and really sink it down mm -hmm. and then they dig it out and you know they can excavate it that way i'm excited for that come on permits yeah we know they eventually happen because they did eventually drain the swamp yeah yeah but we don't know that they dug yeah we don't know exactly what they did but i mean like our friend over our friends at Booze and Bourbon uh, podcast, they did say it was drained. They said it was drained, and they, you know, they didn't know what was going on, but they went around Halloween. So mm -hmm. in October, at some point, it was drained out. Mm -hmm. So drain out. Drain yeah. out. Now it's Kimberly from Booze and Bourbon that ch chatted with us and told us about that. So I'll take her word for it. Uh, well, I believe you. She also lives a lot closer. Yeah to oak island than us it, maybe she'll go check it out check, right now check, check yeah go kimberly in the middle of winter no what? she'll slip off the causeway <laughs> she'll fall in an ice like, hole yeah that, that place is that's closed you're closed <laughs> okay um what else do we got well, yeah that was swamp swamp's done i'm done with the swamp yeah we have the money pit money pit sonic drilling do 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 yeah. Go Sonic, go. Sonic was Deidre's favorite uh, <gasps> video game character. Come out soon. Oh, Sonic the Hedgehog the movie. Yeah, Valentine's Day. I think we got a date. I wonder if he does any drilling. I don't know. And I'll be like, look, Sonic drilling. Yeah. Hey, are are we gonna? Is that date night? <laughs> Sounds like it. Sounds like with it. With a heart shaped pizza. Heart shaped pizza and Sonic the Hedgehog. Yeah. Are we gonna bring the kids? 
You really think our kids are going to sit through that? Maybe. It's a, it's got Sonic the Hedgehog on it. I don't know. Yeah, but it's not it's like a cartoon all cartoon. Mm -hmm. We're Look not at... taking the kids. Wow. Sorry. So nice. Sorry, not sorry. I know. I'm I'm mean. It's all right. That's okay. I get it. Mm -hmm. right, so then, Money pit. Yeah, drilling. We, yeah, we got Jack, Dave, Terry, Doug, Scott, and Brennan McMahon. He's from Choice Drilling. Mm -hmm. And they are searching for you know another corner of shaft two yeah because they had already found something last yeah episode. they already found one wall we gotta have but, more walls mm -hmm. so we can measure to said money pit yeah at about 19 to 29 foot depth i mean that was like the sausage they pulled out that 10 foot mm -hmm. sausage area um and they found like a box joint mm-hmm which would probably have been in one of the corners of shaft two so that they're really triangulating sense. the size of this thing and uh figuring out well i mean i guess they eventually for the last um uh drill pro or the, the, uh, <laughs> today <laughs> okay so they had already drilled one part down right so they must know how deep it goes Right? Yeah, it, it, it's not that deep. It's like twenty feet or no, something. No, no, I'm talking about all the way down because Rick told him last time to go past that. Oh, keep yeah, drilling until they run out of. Yeah, wood. so th they found maybe a corner here, and they're just gonna keep drilling down, and they're gonna get uh to where. What? What's so funny? I'm sorry. My bad. I I did not ruin the show. Drilling okay? down because <laughs> we're drilling down, like you know, like a drilling down does. Yeah. Anyway, <laughs> I don't know where I was going with that. And so he I'll said just you already knew how deep. Yeah. Well, I'll just start at now. They basically know where the box is for the shaft, like mm -hmm. the corners of the shaft. And they're going to go one way or another, northeast, south or west, to try to figure out which way the, sh uh, the tunnel goes over to the money pit. And it mm -hmm. looks like next week they're probably there. Looks like they found it. Mm -hmm. So, I mean, the fact that they find a corner is a pretty big deal you know they need to have a bunch of different spots mm -hmm. hit the different walls they already know what the size of the shaft should be and i mean i don't know this this is just crazy the yeah. whole thing steve does join them mm -hmm. and they're all they seem excited about what they're doing mm -hmm. uh at one point terry says hold the phone <laughs> i love that i thought that was really funny yeah Hold the phone. <clears throat> Sorry. Um, yeah, I mean, it was funny. And they're just excited that they found more wood on a third point at that point. Yeah. So three points, triangulation, boom. Goes the dynamite. <laughs> and Steve says that the yes. points are pointing to virgin ground that hasn't been disturbed. So that must mean Dunfield. Not not hanging out in that yeah, area. I think I think your theory on Dunfield is what's happening. Let's open here. up this discussion, okay? Because I have seen it floating around the internets this last week about how could they have hit wood at just you know so many feet, twenty deep. feet, thirty feet, yeah. yeah, and yada yada. And <laughs> if we know that Dunfield did his excavation. When Shaft 2 was there. And who dug Shaft 2? John Smith and uh, Daniel McGinnis. Oh, yes, yes. Um, 
Anthony Vaughn, maybe. I'm but sure. it was it was there. Like it was a giant hole. Yep. In the ground still. So why would you want to take your excavator through there anyways? You already know it's not there because because of what they did. Yeah, because of what they did. They dug oh. down and then they were gonna go across and it got flooded. Mm -hmm. So you'd go the other way. I, I I don't know. In in my opinion. It is virgin ground. Yeah, well, that's what Steve said. And Steve I is know, an expert, so I take his word for it. Other people on the internet. It is virgin ground, my friends. Interweb people. Listen Interweb. to her. <laughs> Interweb. I, I, I don't know. It only makes sense to go from like two over. Yeah. Over, end. over. Over, over. Yeah. So okay. Jack is super interested in getting dendro data from the wood they've collected. And so yep. that's what they then do. Dendro, here we come. Mm -hmm. And uh, I had a note here that Steve and Doug go to the research center to input the data from what they have discovered from mm -hmm. that day of sonic drilling. Yeah. So they stopped at that point and Terry's like, okay, well. Hold the phone. Hold the phone. <laughs> no, uh, that the search for the money pit continues for at least one more day or one more hole. Did you say that? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Because they stopped and waited for Steve and Doug to go back to the research center before putting down another thing. Cause you know, I'm not going to spend money on another hole. That's just a guess. You already got the guys with the info. Let them go tell you where to put the next hole. There you go. Boom. Goes the dynamite. <laughs> All right. War room. Yes. So we had Craig via teleconference. He had dendro chronology data from Shaft 2. He had results. He didn't just have results. Well, he did have results. But <laughs> What else did he have? Well, Jam? He or... had what uh, Clotworthy said. Success. That's right. That, that was an epic moment. <laughs> yeah. Well, that was that's in between. I have something written in my notes between that. It says, Marty is super excited to get the dendro data. Mm -hmm. Says it's the best data. 1776 dating is received. Like that's what uh, we have. Um, Craig, yeah. Craig says that the dendrochronology says that that wood was chopped down in 1796. Mm -hmm. And that's when Clotworthy was like, success. <laughs> <laughs> so if that wood was chopped down in 1796, it would make sense for, I mean, shaft two was put in in 1805. Yep. It lines up. Well, it's nine years apart. Right? So? Yeah. How old do you think the wood is that you get from Home Depot? <laughs> it could have been chopped down, uh, made into uh, a two by four not, 10 years ago, sure. I guess. I Easily. Know. So also uh, when But it you... could have been like last week too. I don't know. But, okay. So wood, for example, for your fire pit you don't ever use the wood that you chop down initially, mm -hmm. right? Okay. So you're going to chop wood down and you're going to let it dry out. Yeah. Makes sense. So that it's sturdier. Well, if, you will. if you're going to, okay, sure. So but there's probably I, I thought, I thought you were talking about wood firewood. laying around. I thought you were talking about firewood. Well, <laughs> I was using firewood as an example, because if you were going to use firewood, yeah, you, you don't burn wet wood. And it's going to be wet if it was alive mm -hmm. when you first burnt it 
burnt it. <laughs> when you just burnt down the wood. <laughs> no, when chop you first down? chop it down. Yeah. So the same thing with whatever if they're constantly building structures and such they've probably got plenty of wood that was chopped down and laying around there yeah i hear you and they discovered the money pit in 1795 mm -hmm. so this could have been just the next summer they chopped down a whole bunch of wood actually that makes sense now because they probably wanted to clear out the area and so they chopped down all the trees to, so they could get started on their excavation of the money pit itself right see yes and then they had the wood just lying around for years and years so um i mean then they need to start building the shaft too you know 10 years later nine years later so mm -hmm. they just use the trees that are already chopped down right yep boom boom dynamite no. it goes boom axes yeah. axe cut wood yeah i don't think they use dynamite to uh saws get trees down saws yeah yes i mean it would be pretty explosive if they use dynamite <laughs> It would be explosive if they used dynamite. We just we've been rewatching Lost, uh -huh. and uh, they tried to use dynamite inside the hatch in the one of the episodes. Yeah, that was a bad watched. idea. Yeah, boom, <laughs> people got hurt. Yeah. Um, it was anyway, old dynamite. So Rick was like, "Hey Gary, what is that word you use?" <laughs> gobsmack. Gobsmack. Oh, that was good. So Rick was feeling gobsmacked and pretty darn excited. I love that. Gary knew what word. Yeah, it was. Uh -huh. What's what's the word for that? He's <laughs> expanding his vocabulary. Mm -hmm. That's just it's a little mind mind blowing. I guess they said that the only question that really remains is if the fourteen foot number is correct. Mm -hmm. Like as far as fourteen feet to the money pit from uh, where Shaft Two was, mm -hmm. because I don't know. Maybe maybe it's not fourteen feet. Maybe it was 15 feet. Maybe it was 13. Maybe it's 20. Well, you have to ask yourself, where did the 14 feet start Begin. at? You know, where where's the point of origin? Is mm -hmm. it the wall? Is it the center of the pit? Um, well, they already had an operation at the money pit, and that's now flooded at this point, mm -hmm. back in 1805. And so would it be from the the wall closest to the money pit and then the wall of the money pit that was closest to the shaft. Is that what they're measuring at 14 feet? Probably. Maybe. I, I have a feeling if they have 14 feet as an exact measurement, they mm -hmm. probably have it from a map of sorts and it's going to tell you where the point of origin is that uh -huh. they're going to measure from. Uh -huh. But the problem is we're looking at shaft to underground and kind of guessing which point is that why don't we have x-ray vision yet guys like that would make everything so much easier if you could just look and see through the ground i don't know why don't we have x-ray vision like elon musk can you get on that you know <laughs> we need it for a treasure hunt yeah. so elon if you could just hurry that up that'd be great oh uh, he seems like he's into that kind of stuff so into making things I, for a treasure hunt no 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 i'm just like just making the impossible happen that's what I think he's into. So are you saying Oak Island is impossible? No, but it's it's hard. It is. X-ray <laughs> vision would be rather helpful. Yeah. Yeah, it would be. All right. Um, Marty says they need to go capitalize on the information they have. Yeah. And Doug says the money pit. Oh, may no longer be lost. Dun dun dun. Dun dun dun. So hopefully that's the case. And I think that, you know, 
then that's the end of the episode. And then we go into the next time on Oak Island and it sure looks like they found the tunnel between shaft two and the money pit. Mm -hmm. So yeah, I mean the money pit literally may no longer be lost. They might know exactly where it is after this. So then the question is, okay, at least we will know where the money pit is or was or mm -hmm. all the things. Yeah. It's been lost for a long time. But if the treasure's not in the money pit, I guess at least we'll have a like a place to go off of. Yeah. You don't think the treasure's in the money pit? You think it's in the eye of the swamp? I don't know. That's that's just it. I mean, no, you think it's the same of... ball seller. Yeah, it could be. <laughs> um, I kind of hope that Samuel Ball like got a good chunk of it and just like pieced out. You think you hope he got it all? I said most of it. I hope he left a little something behind for us to confirm. Man, if I'm back then and I found a treasure, I'm not leaving nothing behind. Maybe if you can't carry it like the Ark. I guess. Then, yeah, because that might be secret. suspicious mm. if, you know, you start like dealing in land. So I've got the Ark of the Covenant. <laughs> what will this buy me? <laughs> no, I, I hope he I hope that guy got a good chunk of it. Mm hmm. And then was like, sweet. Sweet? Sweet. All right, so next time on The Curse of Oak Island. Oh, yeah. They found the floor of the tunnel off of Shaft 2 to the west. Westward ho! <laughs> I guess they're going west. Yep. They found a huge log in Smith's Cove. Gary says, that's one heck of a log. <laughs> it's very close to the bump out, like yeah. closer to the wall of the bump out. That's what it looked like. And it was a huge log. I mean... It looked like it was probably uh, in diameter about four feet wide, three feet wide. I mean, that's pretty it, sizable yeah, log. Yeah, that's a big log to get down there. And mm -hmm. why? And why? Why is the question that we just never seem to get the final answer to? Yeah, the why. It really, it kind of bothers me. Rick says that the pieces are getting bigger and the picture is getting smaller. What do you think about that? Uh, it means the wood is bigger and the dendro gives us time. <laughs> <laughs> no, it just, it means our target is we're zeroing in, if you will. Yeah. At least in my opinion. And let's see here. What else? Uh, well, we also have, uh, Corin Mall is back discussing his theory and the star, um, so I noted that when the star was overlaid on the next time on part, um, overlaid onto the Smith's Cove and the swamp, or, or sorry, the swamp and Nolan's cross, I noted that the, the stone that is in the middle of the bottom part of Nolan's cross didn't line up with the intersecting line, mm -hmm. like that they, they were talking about in the other one. So I thought that was kind of weird. Mm -hmm. Maybe there's something we're missing. Yeah, Maybe. What else happened? Uh, let's see here. Ed wrote that we see a pentagram on the swamp again. And Swamp Doctor is back. We talked about that. That's swamp. Dr. Ian Spooner. Yes. Mr. Spooner. Yes. And he says that the swamp dates back to 1220. As far Whoa. as geologically talking, that's like yesterday. Yesterday. Like it is really recent i know it's almost 800 years ago as we're talking it is 800 years ago right now oh wow yeah 1220 yeah um but in geographic or like geological 
um, thinking. That's like literally uh, a second ago in the scope of the whole, um, you know, the time that uh, Earth has been around for four billion years or whatever. Mm -hmm. So, but when he hears that, we have Gary. <laughs> and we were watching this with closed captioning on. Yes, yes. And it literally said on the bottom of the screen, it said, a la Austin Powers. <laughs> and then Gary says what? It's Temp Law, baby. <laughs> it said, a la Austin Powers. That oh, yeah, funny. that that gave us a good laugh. We're like, did that really just say that Gary did it in an Austin Powers voice? <laughs> it did. Definitely Man, major props to whoever did that closed captioning. A la Austin Powers. That's pretty good. Yeah, it's pretty good. I mean, it's pretty perfect. <laughs> it's Templar, baby. <laughs> yeah. So that's the end of the episode. What did you yeah. think? You enjoy it? Or was I... it a good episode after the uh, two-week off period? It was. I think we got a lot. There, there's just so much going on on the island this year. Just mm -hmm. like thing after thing after thing. I'm excited to see a little bit more of the swamp action Maybe. this episode. Um, because... The swamp was so ignored last year. Even though it was supposed to be part of the big three, right? Yeah, well, at least they're, you know, working on it big time this year, right? Hopefully more. They will. Like we said, our friends at Booze and Bourbon said it was drained, so we know it's coming. But I think we're even, I mean, Smith's Cove obviously has always been heavy-handed here. But we saw earlier in the season that Marty said they hope to be able to put an X through Smith's Cove. Figure it out. Yeah. The reason the Smith's Cove was so looked at mm -hmm. is because they knew they would find stuff there. You know, the swamp is still a mystery. They're not sure what they're going to find there. Money Pit, they don't know where it is. You know, that's been lost for, you know, decades. So, I mean, which what... is a tiny bit of time. Yeah, it is. In geologically speaking. It is. But I'm, what I'm saying is that they knew they could find stuff in Smith's Cove. So, of course, they're going to go there, yeah. make those rediscoveries and new discoveries. Mm -hmm. So it made sense to go there and spend so much time on there, especially for TV purposes. Well, and for anybody, through, if you know you're going to consistently find things in Smith's Cove, it's kind of like I say with treasure hunts, especially the curated ones. Not that this is a curated treasure hunt, no. but like I'm saying with the books we work on, mm -hmm. they you have to have some quick, easy wins, right? Something like it stands out. If you know. Oh, I figured that out. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Oh, I know where that is. Yes. Yeah. You have a win under your belt. With Smith's Cove, we know a lot happened there. Mm -hmm. So the likelihood that you're going to find something is is high, right? So that's always morale boosting yep. and that's going to help you carry that into maybe some of the bigger challenges like the swamp. And I'm just glad oh. we got a swamp doctor, man. Swamp doctor. Yeah. That, mean, that's pretty legit. Yeah, that's he, what legit works he works quit. on marshes and swamps. That's like his specialty. So literally he's an expert. Yeah. So I guess that's that. What else we got? for our listeners this week you know what we have what clot worthy moments clot worthy yeah success is that a clot worthy moment i can't tell you okay all right well what can you tell me can I you can tell me who won last week i can tell you who won last week would you like to hear yeah it was a landslide right maybe it was it was like a lopsided win it really was landslide stacked rocks 
found alongside the mysterious log structure and in an area where no previously documented search has taken place? A landslide of rocks? A rock slide. A rock slide. <laughs> oh, that yes. That was a fun one. That was good. That was good. They're mm -hmm. always good. What are we saying? They're always good. They're always good. So, yeah, it, that one won last week. Thank you, everybody, for voting. Yep, yeah, thank you. We always love the clout worthy moments. Oh, yeah. They're fun. They make it. All right, they totally so do. do we have new contenders this week? You know, you ask me that every week, <laughs> and I'm kind of wanting to say no. There's no there, there, I, okay. I watch the show. Okay, I know this clot worthy. Moments. I just want to like come in and be like, "Sorry, I didn't have any," mm. and see what happens. See if like mayhem breaks loose. Can you press the Could button? Could it be? Can you press the button? Okay, here's the first <laughs> one. The Ark of the Covenant, buried on Oak Island. See, I kind of let Heck that yeah. one go. I love that. That's funny. It That's is great. It, it, and I hope it's true. Uh, yeah. 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 Ark of the Covenant. I like it. All right. Could so what be? is Ark of the Covenant going up against? An anomaly some 10 feet beneath the swamp, measuring 20 feet wide and found near one of the locations identified by Corian Mall. It is going up against an anomaly. <laughs> yeah, but man, that that's an awesome anomaly. <laughs> I feel like it, this might be the nesting doll of clotworthy moments mm. where... The anomaly holds the Ark of the Covenant. Whoa. 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 <laughs> Mind blown. Mind blowing. <laughs> it is the nesting doll of clotworthy moments. Wow. Well, you are welcome. That was fun. Mm. Those are good ones. Good choices, babe. <laughs> Gee, thanks. Thank you, Mr. Robert Clotworthy. Yes, thank you. You always deliver, Sir yep. Robert of Clotworthy. Sir Robert of Clotworthy. Okay. Cool. So vote, vote, vote. You can vote online at face on Facebook. Yep. And? Oh. And on Twitter. And you can find us on Twitter if you go to Twitter and type in Oak Island Podcast or at Oak Island Pod, right? At Oak Island Pod. Yeah. Okay. So search for at or Oak Island Pod then, right? Yeah. That's okay. our handle on the Twitter. On the Twitter. For the tweeting. For the tweeting action. <laughs> hey, if you guys don't, like, we're just going to throw this out there again. Maybe live tweet it. Yeah. It's fun. We, we, uh, I haven't been doing it lately. Deidre's been doing it lately, so sorry mm. if they're not as yeah, good as they have been. Yeah, sorry if they're not up to par, but <laughs> but no, that's okay. You're, you're doing an admirable job. I'm just I'm just messing with you. Um, admirable job. So yeah, just go like when Oak Island is airing, East Coast usually. I don't think many people tweet it, uh, live tweet it during Central. We Mountain did last Coast. year. Yeah, <laughs> we tried. So, um, but yeah, just go. Just use the hashtag. Oak, or hashtag Oak Island Cursors. Mm -hmm. That's what people use. It's fun. Mm -hmm. If you want to find ours, usually we throw a could it be hashtag. On hashtag it? could it be? Could it be? I think it could be. It could be. Right. Okay. Uh, so vote, vote, vote. Tally the votes. So and next how, week, how do we'll have new ones. How do we? How do they find us on Facebook? I know I already said it once earlier, but at Oak Island Podcast. That's Instagram. Do at Oak Island Podcast. Email. You can't vote via email, but you can send us an email <laughs> at podcast at gmail.com. Okay. Um, how else? Hey, P.S. There's some great emails in there, and I'm sorry it's been a crazy week, and we're going to respond to you. Yeah. You know, we we actually, we're, we're totally failing because <laughs> we had voicemails, too. Voicemails? Yeah. Don't you, you, you? Shut up. You heard them. I heard one, and oh. I heard the one that was... 
a wrong phone call yeah. that was some long tangent. Now we have at least two voicemails. One of them was about like what what is Dan Hensky doing sitting on all that information for all these years That's about right, the sluiceway. Sluiceway. Yeah, but I mean like we were saying earlier, you know, there's so much stuff to go through. Maybe they haven't maybe they hadn't found it until just then. Like they haven't found the rest all paperwork from uh from Mike's box yet. You know mm. what? Maybe Maybe that's the case. Maybe Dan's keeper of secrets. Dan probably is the keeper of secrets. But he's also a sage. He is. The wise sage. He is very, very much so. Yeah, so we, we're we not going to show any cards. Um, we didn't have that prepared. Um, but we have a new set of Oak Island trading cards that you can, get, you can get if you go to Oak Island, or sorry, if you go to patreon.com slash Oak Island podcast, you can sign up for as little as $5 per month to get these Oak Island trading cards. Mm -hmm. And uh, first set went out in December. Second set is coming out uh, or is going to be mailed out next week in January. Yep. And um, they feature cards such as Charles Barkhouse, the keeper of secrets. Yep. We have Dan Hensky, the wise sage. Mm-hmm. Um, what, what, what's another one? No, oh, Steve Guptill, the royal cartographer. Steve Guptill, the royal cartographer. And uh, and much, much more. Maybe next week we'll show off a couple of the cards on the stream. But, um, yeah, if you want them, go and get them. I mean, they're there. They're ready to go. Mm-hmm. Uh, and they're awesome. So It's not too late to get them. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, as long as you uh, join us on Patreon before the end of the month, so before January 31st, you'll be able to – we'll mail those out to you for uh, the January set. We'll mail them right out to you. So. Yep. Yay. 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 And it's fun. Uh, speaking of patrons, I would like to give shout outs to a couple of them. Mm-hmm. We have Ben Berkman. Hi, Ben. Hi, Ben. Thanks for uh, being a loyal uh, patron, patron a listener. and listener and all that jazz. You, you too. Thank Jeff you Wood. Su- yes. Jeff Wood also. Thank you so much. Thank you for your support, guys. Truly. Yeah. It, you guys are it awesome. does mean so much to us. So, so, so much. All right. So reviews. Reviews. Yeah, actually, I pulled a couple of YouTube comments. Ooh, the YouTube. Yeah. So they're more of just fun. Yeah, because you can't really review on YouTube. You can say things. If you say nice things, I guess that's positive. It counts. Yeah. So um, we had one from Pick and Sticks Music Studio. Ooh. (laughs) It just says, thanks for this video. Keep them coming. Wow, you guys are already over. Sorry. You wow, you guys are over 200 subscribers already. Yay. Woo! I guess that's good, right? I I don't I think a lot of YouTubers have like thousands. Yeah, but hey, we should celebrate what we do have. Hey. Thanks you guys. I'm thankful for mm-hmm. what we have. Over 200 like that that rocks. Yeah. I really thought we'd have like two. Yeah. Well, yeah. We got a lot and then we have we you guys have, rock. We have a lot like everybody listens to this via podcast, you know, like they download it. Like, oh. We don't get very many, uh, like, there's a lot less people going to YouTube to check us out. No, usually it just shows to, up in their stream. Yeah. Um, but today we're recording this live on our Facebook page. And hi, everybody that's watching. And then we, um, yeah, I mean, this is going to be a new way for hopefully, hopefully this gets shared to some of the bigger groups and people will know that we're there. Because a lot of people, I think a lot of people are scared. They don't know that podcasts are free. Mm-hmm. You know, they think that or how to access them. Yeah, they think that it costs money to 
uh, watch or uh, listen or, you know, like a lot of uh, people just don't know that podcasts are just a free thing. You click on and boom, it's there. You listen to it, enjoy it, have fun, and then it's over. That's it. Mm -hmm. So please share this and tell um, a friend. Tell a friend if they like Oak Island. And if you like this, you're here watching us, listening to us. So I guess you do. But, <laughs> In um, theory, yeah. you would not have wasted this much of your time. All right. So and then we have um, this other fun comment from YouTube okay. from Michael Fry. It says the ultimate, ultimate clot worthy moment reciting the two youths question from my cousin Vinny. Is it possible the two defendants took 22 specific items off the shelves, had uh, the clerk take money, make change, then leave. Uh, then two different men drive up in a similar looking car, go in, shoot the clerk, rob him and then leave. What? Literally. That's what this whole comment says. But have you ever seen my cousin Finney? No. Oh. This is very disturbing to me. Do, do, do you know who Joe Pesci is? You know, he's a, a Mar or no, Harry from uh, Home Alone. The okay. shorter guy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah okay. So he was in a movie called My Cousin Finney. It's like from the 90s. And uh, he has like a really thick accent. And he, okay. instead of the two youths, he calls them the two youths. And then the judge says, the two what? The two youths? And it's like the two youths. And it's just it's just a funny thing. And so he's just saying that and Robert Clot really should. I should read know that. that but he's just yeah. saying Robert Clot really should read that. And I, you know what? I agree. That'd be really fun. <laughs> Maybe if we ever uh, interview Robert Clot we can request him to read the two youths. He'll be like, really? <laughs> it don't pay the bills. Yeah. But anyway, that was fun. Thanks, you guys. We, we appreciate guys Pick rock. and Sticks, Music Studio, and Michael Fry. Thanks for Thank your comments. Thank you. Hey, um, we are, you know, if you'd like to. Leave us a review on Apple iTunes mm -hmm. or Apple, Apple iTunes, Apple, Apple Podcasts, Apple Podcasts, or Facebook or wherever. Mm -hmm. Please do so. We'll read yeah. it on the air and be fun. It'll be a good time had by all. Yeah, we could use some new reviews, so send them our way. You rock. Yeah, you guys are awesome. Is there anything else we have this week? I don't uh, think so. No, I don't think so either. Um, thanks for anybody that turned in live, and uh, I guess we will catch you all next week, right? Yeah. So until next time. Could it be? You know what the big takeaway today is? That the money pit may no longer be lost. Yeah. That's the big yeah. takeaway. Here, here. Success. <laughs>